guys, Alana here. Welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. I hope that things are going really, really well for you today and that your creativity is soaring, your book sales are soaring, and that you are experiencing all kinds of blessings and everything else. I have quite a few things to chat about with you guys on this show. This is going to be a little bit more of a laid back kind of update just on some of the book marketing things that I've been doing, what is and isn't working. I just got my quarter three numbers back from my bookkeeper, so I'll share a little bit about that. So this episode is, like I said, a little more laid back, quite a few topics to be covered, so let's dive in. It's been a little while since I've done much by way of a personal update, so I wanted to start with that. Earlier in October, I was able to join my husband on a business trip he was taking to San Diego, and he was getting trained in the Myers-Briggs certification, so if you're familiar with the the four letters, so like I'm an INFJ, I'm like a poster child for the INFJ personality type, that's what my husband was focusing on and I got to join him in San Diego. It was our first time um, really out of out of the house without the kids and it went really well. I was less nervous and anxious about being that far away from the family than I thought I would be. I also learned something super interesting about myself and about vacations and that was that my ideal vacation is actually not a vacation at all. My ideal vacation is a retreat and it was really fun because I was able to just hang out at the hotel while Scott was in his classes and there was a little beach there and I took a six mile walk one day and I just loved not having all kinds of like touristy things to do, all kinds of places to go. Nothing really was scheduled. I got a lot of journaling done, a lot of reflecting. It was actually one of the first times that I've flown on an airplane and haven't ended up getting sick. And I think that I'm just wired so that lots of noise and lots of crowds and lots of new things just stress me out. Not even in a bad way. I mean, I do like to travel, but I almost always end up getting pretty sick when I do. And so this was like my first time out of state without coming back with a really bad cough or something like that. So I really appreciated just time alone, time to not have to Uh, talk to anybody and just spend with my journal. It was a really neat time just for brainstorming and I really enjoyed that opportunity. And my husband loved the Meyer Briggs training that he's done. Like I said, I'm a poster child for the INFJ personality type. And my husband now is working in the foster care system and realized that this could really be useful not only for the people that he works with but also for the foster families and being able to understand their foster kids based on their personality type. Scott and I have probably spent like seriously two or three dozen hours just in the past three weeks since we've been home talking about types and trying to figure out what aspects of our characters are based on our personality types. Really, really fun. So actually, this is something that Scott is working on monetizing and setting up as some kind of online business with courses and trainings, which is, of course, the kind of stuff that I love to do. So we've been doing a lot of brainstorming together about what that could look like. So that's been super fun. Something else in the book marketing world that I have just started and I'm excited to report back on and just keep you updated about is that I have seen a steady growth in my audiobook sales, which is in keeping with the trends that I've heard about in the publishing world, that there are just more and more people looking for books in audio format. 
there are now a lot more distribution options, even than they were like six, six months ago, or especially 12 months ago, where basically ACX and Audible were the only places to really do much with audiobooks. But now there's lots of other places. So my books are up on ACX so that they get onto Audible. But I pick the non-exclusive so that my audiobooks can also get uploaded to Findaway, which distributes them to libraries and lots of other places. So I'm also seeing a big increase in my library sales, both for ebooks and audiobooks, which is really exciting. So if you guys haven't been hearing some of the news, libraries are in this major fight with traditional publishers because traditional publishers are trying to limit the number of ebook copies that libraries have. So basically for a new release, one library can only get one copy of an ebook. And so the wait list is going to be way longer. So I know some authors kind of see this as libraries shooting themselves in the foot, or sorry, the, the trad publishers shooting themselves in the foot by limiting who libraries, you know, how many copies the libraries can get. Basically, they want to make it so that when a new book comes out, it's a lot harder for people to borrow from a library so that they're forced to buy it. And I'm all about having my books in libraries, for sure. And the models can vary. So sometimes a library will, like, buy a copy of your ebook and then they'll loan it out to people one at a time or sometimes libraries will just kind of pay a flat fee based on how many people read your book so in general it might not be as much as you'd earn if every single one of those readers did go out and buy your book but it's for sure going to be people who are finding your book. Maybe after they find your book at a library, they're going to be way more likely to go out and buy it. Or maybe they're just people who don't buy books or can't buy books to begin with, and you're still able to reach them. So I am all about having your books in libraries and now audiobooks with the different distribution options through Findaway and things like that. It's way easier to get audiobooks into libraries and then also because of this drama going on behind the scenes with the traditional publishers I think that libraries are perhaps maybe even more in need of good content so for sure something to keep in mind when you're trying to decide if you want to be exclusive to Amazon with either your ebooks or your audiobooks as well as a good reason to um, not forget paperbacks So because I've seen this trend and increased in audiobook sales, uh, before I got on the tangent about libraries, I started to think about ways to specifically market audiobooks. So in general, what I've done for both my paperbacks and my audiobooks is I've focused on advertising my ebooks and have just seen sales in the other formats follow. But Everybody's talking about big trends in increased growth for audiobooks, like exponential growth in the audiobook world, and I'm seeing that in my own income, and so I really wanted to find some ways to market, not just by promoting the ebook and expecting some people to find the audiobook through that, but really finding people who are looking specifically for audiobooks. And so something that I'm trying, and it's still in early stages, but I'll report back to you when I have more data on it, but I just wanted to share what I'm doing, is I've started a podcast that is for 
my fiction books. So as opposed to me like talking about my fiction books, basically it's putting up um, one or two chapters at a time of one of my novels. So right now, if you search wherever you listen to podcasts, if you go to um, your search browser in that and search for the Unabridged Christian Fiction Podcast, you're going to find um, the complete audiobook of my first Alaska suspense novel called Identity Theft. And it's broken into maybe 18 or 20 parts. And what I'm hoping is that people will get excited about hearing my books in audio. So it's a way to reach readers who I know like audio format and I know like Christian fiction because that's what they're listening to. And so my hope is that through this, I'll see an increase in audiobook sales. So I'm really curious to see how this goes. I haven't done anything really to launch that podcast yet, but have already gotten something like 100 downloads in the first week. So I'm very optimistic that this might be a really neat way to reach some new readers slash listeners. So I'm not putting up just a teaser. It really is the complete audiobook. Like you could go and listen to chapter one all the way through the end right now. And I'm, again, I'm doing this in hopes of having this be something that will reach more people who like listening to Christian fiction audiobooks who might go and buy other audiobooks of mine or tell their friends or whatever. So like I said, this is still early in my process, but I will keep you posted on how that's going. So something else that's been an experiment that I'm trying in my own book marketing is I took all nine novels in my nine book Kennedy Stern series. This is my longest series as well as my biggest earner. And what I've done is I put all of the books from $3.99 and moved the price up to $4.99. And my biggest question was whether that was going to impact my read-through rate. I've been keeping really detailed track of how many people go on from book one to book two and so on. And I was curious if increasing my price would impact the read-through rate. And I could see it two different ways. I could see it as increasing read-through rate because then if people didn't mind paying a little bit more for a book, they might be less budget conscious and therefore just able to buy the entire series. So part of me wondered if actually increasing my price would improve my read-through rate or the exact opposite, if it would decrease my read-through rate because people would be like, wow, this is a nine-book series. By the time I spend $5 per book, I've paid $45, which could mean that they'll want to go buy the box sets so you could get books one through three and then four through six. I, I basically, each time I had three books out, I would create a box set and those sell for $9.99. So I was thinking, well, maybe I'll see an increase in box set sales, or maybe I'll just see a drop in read-through. Basically what I have found is that read-through wasn't impacted at all. And so what this told me was by the time someone started in my series, they really didn't care what the price was, or at least that dollar amount didn't matter. But I also noticed that it took me more clicks to get a sale. So for example, the few months before I changed the price when I was advertising book one and book one was at $3.99, it would only take me a little over eight clicks to get a sale with Amazon ads. And once the price went up to $4.99, it took 
uh, 10 clicks to get a sale, which still isn't bad. But when you talk about spending, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month in Amazon ads, that difference can be fairly significant. So what I think I've decided is to keep book one at $3.99 to enjoy the better conversion rate, but then just have the rest of the books at $4.99 since I didn't see a change in read through. And so what that's going to do is hopefully kind of give me the best of both worlds where, you know, it's a lower conversion rate, only eight or eight and a half clicks to get a sale, but still the higher royalty amount later on in the series. I'm also really curious, like I said, to see if this does increase my sale in the box sets, which would also be a nice side effect or um, benefit. The other thing that's coming up is I was accepted for a BookBub featured deal for one of my standalone suspense novels. And so with my series, I am not doing 99 cent sales very much, if at all, anymore. But I did want to see if BookBub would accept one of my standalone suspense novels, and they did. And so what I'm going to do is put that book at 99 cents for the whole month of November and see if I can get 5,000 sales over the course of that month. And what I'll be doing is recording just short videos talking through a little bit of what I'm doing and what you know what my marketing strategies are and I'll be compiling those so if you're interested it's going to turn into a free course and I'll just update it as it goes so I hope this update was helpful for you guys and maybe sparked a few ideas for you with your own book marketing strategies or maybe some of your goals for the rest of the quarter or something like that. That is our episode for today and we'll talk to you soon.